Welcome to the Mike on Much Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Veerman. You're here with our friend and trusted producer and about to do three shows at Bud Stage, Max Kerman of Arkells. We also have our pop culture aficionado, Shane Cunningham. Guys, what's been going on? Max, are you excited for this show? I feel like it's popping. I feel like it's all anybody's talking about. Uh, uh, how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, though, to be honest. I, every day I wake up and I go, today's the day I start getting really fucking svelte and cut for bud stage <laughs> getting in game shape and then i had like a bagel and, and, a, and a tart and a butter tart this morning like before we started this podcast uh so i need i need to maybe make a public declaration so i let everybody know you know when you make like i'm gonna eat right for the month you know when people say that out loud so they're held accountable yeah and you think like the, yeah the shame of not doing it like because like, you publicly stated yeah, it yeah, will yeah. actually hold you accountable i i heard that's not a good idea to do that because then once you oh. put it out there your brain gets that dopamine hit like you've already done it so any goals you have don't <laughs> make that proclamation because you're just convincing yourself in a subconscious way that you've already done it Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I basically I just want to be able to look like hot as fuck for any photo or video that's that's being taken. Uh, and it's August fourth, so in nine days from now, August thirteenth yeah. is the show. So, do you think if I was really just like a good disciplined boy for the next nine days, it would actually make a difference in my physical appearance, or is it like it doesn't matter because in nine days? No, it would. Difference? Where you're at now, I think a hundred percent. Shane knows more than me. He's a workout guy, mm-hmm. more so. What do you think, Shane? I think it would. I know for me, if I like discipline for nine days, like I feel like that shows. I feel like if you ran a comb through your hair right now, you wouldn't look that bad. So I, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying you look good now. I think I look fine now, but I think that extra, yeah. like the, the difference in like looking at a photo, like from a, like a side angle and going nice versus, eh, you know, like I, I could nine days make that much of a difference. It could also, what could make a difference is if you went out partying really hard the night before, oh. and you know how sometimes you wake up after a night of partying and you just look better than you ever have. I know that feeling. Yes. You might, it's maybe because you're still drunk or something, though. Maybe you're looking. <laughs> yeah, <that> your <laughs> have, you have beer goggles on for your own self in the mirror? Yeah. Like, you're, you're like, ooh. Well, if all you're looking for is that confidence to perform on stage, like, if you feel good, you're going to look good. It's all a mental game. I, I want it to be like a real life thing, though, you know, not, oh. not just not just a, a drunken imagination <laughs> happening. No, also, I do think there's some science in the dehydration factor that sure, you do sure, get sure, after sure. a night of drinking. Okay, but nine days. Do you think I can be good for nine days? Like work out pretty well. And then after this morning's bagel and butter tart, I'm just like eating protein yeah, and but- vegetables. Yeah, yeah, it, it could do something for sure. It's what we know. But- it's not going to hurt your cause. Sure, that's true. That is true. Okay, but here's the question. Shane, do you think he has the discipline to stick to nine days leading oh. up to the shows? It's hard. It depends. How how nervous are you to perform these shows? I'm not nervous at all. I'm just excited to perform them. Okay. This yeah. is more of a vanity thing. Just okay, then I think you photos. stand a good chance. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm a What's nervous eater. For me, if I'm really nervous, I start pacing around and I start eating snacks constantly. But if you're just excited and you're focused and you, you this is a goal of yours, I think you'll do it easily okay yeah the, the other thing is my my i injured my foot a couple weeks ago so i haven't been able to like go on any running uh haven't been able to jog or like exercise as much as i might so that's also slowed me down a little bit but uh anyway to answer your question mike very excited we're in the midst of writing out the set lists um it's i'm actually kind of stressed out because you know there's three nights we want to make each night different 
but also when you're on tour and you kind of start running the same set every night, you get good at it. So by like the third show, it, it'll be like really locked in and tight. But then I ran into somebody on the street yesterday and they're going, coming to all three shows. So I think the whole time I'm just going to be thinking like, ah, oh, shit, I said something similar on the last night and, <laughs> and those people are going to be judging me because they know. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, absolutely. So yeah. that, that's sort of weighing on me, even though like 99% of people there will be, this will be their only show. Anytime I say anything on the Saturday or Sunday, I'm just going to be thinking of those people I ran into on the street yesterday and them going, I know, I, I've heard that one before. So you need three unique anecdotes for all three nights yeah. that you can tell at some point in the set. So the, the people that are doing the repeat shows will be like, oh, he changed it up a bit. Or yeah, just acknowledge yeah. it. Be like, I oh. ran into someone on the street the other day, and all I've been thinking about <laughs> is how I'm doing the same anecdotes. But you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm doing it again and just do the same bit. And then it, it's People funny. Go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's new for you guys tonight. Yeah. And then I'll go, yeah. <laughs> I don't care about the 1%. And then it's like, yeah. And then you're like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, also, I've also been thinking about uh, how to address. Uh, people being vaccinated in the crowd because I want to celebrate everybody who's been double vaccinated. And mm -hmm. I was thinking, I was like, if you've been double vaccinated, I want you to go fucking crazy tonight. You're going to get If you trouble. haven't been vaccinated, behave yourself and get vaccinated <laughs> tomorrow. That's pretty good, right? I could backfire. You don't want headlines in that way. Well, the headline the well, you could be accused of being a super spreader in a way because I know you want to mm. do the thing like pull down those masks and look to the person next to you and give them a big kiss. <laughs> like you want to do something like that, but you could get negative <laughs> headlines for that. <laughs> yeah, we won't be encouraging kissing at the show. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Find a stranger. Kissing strangers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have beaten the pandemic. You find someone you do not know and you French we kiss won. them right now. <laughs> and you tell them Max said so. And here's your doctor's note. <laughs> Because you did say on a pod you were going to encourage people to kiss, not pe strangers, but people who knew each other. You did say yeah, that. Yeah, I know you I get did. amnesia when it comes to the pod, but. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, you can kiss your significant other, just not, not a stranger. That's not encouraged. No. Yeah. No. Um, so, so it, it, it's, it, we're like a week and a bit out at this point. It's, it's the uh, 13th, 14th and 15th Shaney boy. We haven't even discussed this. We, I like, th like there might be another group, like who's going to this show, like out of our friends. Cause I know that uh, our good friend Unsworth is in town, mm -hmm. uh, and it looks like he's doing the Sunday show. So I look without knowing if I was going to commit, I've committed to the Sunday show so I can hang with Unzi. Shane, we haven't discussed this yet at all. Do you have any plans concerning these three shows? What is your plan? The plan? would be to go to the Sunday show. Great. Mm. Done. But it's very dependent on Max procuring free tickets for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shane, you have my word right now. On record, you can come to the Sunday show. Okay. okay. Now, does this extension go to wives, not children, just the wives? Like yeah, yeah no wife, children. My wife. But yeah, yeah, your, your wife. Okay. Imagine you bring someone else's wife. That would be quite a turn of events. There's a loophole in the contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. We'd love to have you and Alex at the show. Awesome. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. So Sunday. Sunday fun day. Take work off tomorrow. And, and on how, the Sunday, how on the Monday. good or bad are these tickets? They're going to be great tickets. Are you kidding me? They're not going to be on the lawns. They're going to be like seated 
Level 100, 200. That's what I'm, that's what but I'm lawns doing. are great too, man. Lawns that's are fine. That's, lawns are, that's lawns the party. Are, that's the party spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, man. This is exciting because I know we've had some uh, some listeners uh, DM us and asking, "Hey, are Mike and Shane going to be at any of these shows?" Now you guys know. Now you have your answer. And uh, have you gotten a sense of any of the other Champagne Boys, Max, or the Wobbly Moon Boys? Um, not yet, but I think um, I think I think I'm, I'm encouraging Sunday. Uh, that's probably the easiest for me when it comes to guest list stuff. So Sundays, yeah. I, I think we want to make Sunday the best one. So guys, this is exciting. Yeah, this is exciting. This is very exciting. Um, also, I want to say I was looking at your socials and it looked like you were sitting on like the roof of the bud stage. I was. Uh, yeah, one the the one the drone shot where you were sitting on the edge that legit looked dangerous. I didn't know if you were tethered or if you just felt confident enough sitting there. One. Are you naturally a little scared of heights? Mm-hmm. Two, what was the insurance like on that shoot? Okay, um, number one, I am afraid of heights. And number two, we will not speak of any insurance policy. That is not <laughs> anybody's business. I was not tethered. I am afraid of heights. Um, there's... Felt very gorilla. I was like, wow, they're really they're really risking it. Okay, well, the one the one where there. I'm sitting on the side, I um, it, there's actually kind of a landing like shortly underneath it, which was. So you you felt like whatever in a worst case scenario you know I might sprain my ankle or something like that, um, but I did climb up to the top of the roof and that shit is scary. Like I felt like you know Drake on the scene tower or something like that. Like you know yeah and. And I was up there kind of like by myself and I was not going to sit on. <laughs> Do you think Drake was actually on the CN Tower? Not <laughs> no, I know he wasn't. I know he wasn't. Um, but it was good. And then uh, we just put another thing. I don't know if you saw uh, on Instagram. Um, we went to the stage and we're like, oh, let's get the drone to fly. It went through. It did like a like a, a maneuver. It went through like a tight spot. Yeah, toward it the did. Stage. And then and then I'm, I like that move. Yeah, it was cool. Our boy Misha, shout out to First Class Drones, who's actually the same fella who, who did um, the All Roads music video. So he's like become yeah. a pal. He's a really awesome dude, talented. And um, yeah, and I'm sitting in the forklift wearing my City of Toronto worker hat. So basically, it was kind of sweet. I've been, you know, I walked through Trinity Bellwoods Park and there's like a teenager, this dude sitting at, 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 at the splash pad, like the the attendant there at the pool. And he has this cool bucket hat. I was like, where the fuck, where did you get that book, bucket hat? And he doesn't know me from a hole in the wall. He's like, oh, this is like my uniform. I was like, are they for sale? He's like, I don't know. So then I tweeted at the city, are you selling these? These hats are sweet. Um, they wrote back saying they're not for sale. But then I went to Tony's on Monday and Tony's neighbor goes, Hey, I heard you're coming over, Max. Here's the hat. She stole the hat from the city. She works wow. at the city. Contraband. The same thing happened at Fortinos. They were selling these long sleeve Fortinos black t-shirts, uh, black long sleeves. Mm-hmm. And then I tweeted about my go Fortinos. Are you selling these? And then somebody dropped it off in my mailbox mysteriously. So I'm two for two when it comes to asking for illegal uniform contraband. When you ask if someone's selling something, do you just expect <laughs> it to be mailed? Like even if it was for sale, you don't want to buy it. This is do good. people charge for uh, iPhones? Is that something people pay for? I did just get a text yeah, from our friend yeah. about uh, an iPhone uh, possible, possibly. Um, <laughs> the But this is a good question though. What do you think... Um, What's the next thing I should probably ask for? Like put on the universe, like I want to buy it, but then ho- hopefully it just shows yeah, up. In my realistically, mobile. though, right? Not like a yeah, Porsche yeah. or something. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> that would be good. I like his chances with the Porsche. Like, yeah, that's a great question. Like, what could you really? Food use? would be funny. Like, mm. like, is this pizza for sale? Mm. <laughs> 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 Do they sell these? Yeah. 
slices anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned the bucket hat. Uh, and so, Shane, I'm not sure if Lou is running around the bucket hat, but basically in the yeah, summer, like sure. the best way to keep the sun out of your kid's face is like, you know, you put the sunscreen on. But like Winona's got like this rotation of like four different bucket hats that Danica got her. And I'm kind of like been watching her like roll around the pool in the bucket hat or just like floating in the pool. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's that bucket good. hat looks cool. I'm like, can I pull that off as an adult? And I was looking at old Liam Gallagher photos and I'm like, I mm. think I could pull off a bucket hat around the pool. And then three days later... The drone goes in and I see you in the bucket hat. And I'm like, I can't get a bucket hat now. I'm going to look like I'm copying Max. Well, it's funny. Actually, yesterday, though, I was walking down Ossington and I was wearing the bucket hat. And then these two young women walk by me and they go, yeah. And then on the 13th, I'm going to the Arkells concert. And then just just literally as I'm passing. And then I turn around. I'm like, you're going to the Arkells concert, huh? And they look at me like I'm fucking crazy. Like I'm a crazy man in a bucket hat. (laughs) And then they're like, uh, okay. And then they keep walking. I'm like, Arkell's concert. You're going to the Arkell's concert? And they like look back again. They're like, what? And then they just kept walking. And I was like, I'm in the Arkell's. That's me. <laughs> Did you actually tell them when they didn't recognize you? <laughs> yeah, but they were like, can this guy fuck off? And they just walked away. <laughs> yeah, they're so just going the to get out of the house. They're very casual fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is good. Anyway, um, guys, so, should we get? Yeah, should we get to topics? Well, yeah, Shane, let's, let's you get to topics. Hey, well, yeah. we'll do topics. And I just want to make sure Shane doesn't have anything he wanted to talk about. No, I'm I'm at the cottage right now, living that cottage. You're still living at that cottage. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm here. I'm having fun. I took the week off work. I have a beer nice. fridge beside me. Ooh, Look, I have, oh, uh, I've been drinking a lot of these guys. Ooh, oh, Paps, ooh, baby. PBR yeah, throwback go. to Absinthe, 2007. Yeah, man. But that's all that's been going on, really. Nice. Nice. We nice. are due for a trip up there. By the way, I have not forgotten. We're going to do it, just so you know. Just the next mm. little bit. Oh, little it bit. hasn't been on my mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> does Does John's invite still stand, even though we've sort of just let this thing keep going? I don't. When I bring it up, he gets a little despondent. And uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he's like, oh, I, don't I don't care. And he just looks <laughs> off into the sunset. But yeah, like he doesn't like me bringing it up anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we got to do it. Maybe after the shows, that will be something we lock in, go up for a night. What do you think uh, yeah, about we're, that, we're, Max? Yeah, no, you know, honestly, back half of um, of August, I think, is, is a good time. Just the next little bit feels a little busy. Unless there's like a day we could just go up in the next little bit. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll talk about it. He didn't love the day idea. <laughs> oh, really? He wanted like a full commitment weekend kind of vibe? Yeah. One night we were drinking a little bit and uh he was just saying how bullshitty that was <laughs> he was like it's not about that it's not about a day this is about an experience it's about relaxing and he he had a, a little it. speech oh interesting mm-hmm. okay so that. that might alter things and if you're late august plan you might need to buckle in for a little bit longer of a time uh, okay at least two days uh all right so guys i want to ask you uh, i put this in the group um, have you been following baseball at all in the last uh, last little while, last year or two at all? Have you watched any baseball? The, not until you put it in the group. Yes, that's the most I've been following it. <laughs> Just by the, the tweets in the group? Yeah. The, 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 like the three things you shared that show that the Jays are fun. That's that's not 100% true. I've kept an eye on like Vladdy and, you know, he's like a big superstar, right? So like yeah. I'll see him sometimes on social media, but I have not watched like a, a full Jays game and I can't even remember how long. 
Well, I gotta say, it's interesting, and I can't think of another like turn that's happened so quickly. It seems in a sport and the culture around the sport as what's happened in baseball. So think about like the bat flip um, in what was that 2015 with Joey mm-hmm. Batista, Joey Bats? Yeah. Um, Jose, Jose Batista. Jose yeah. Batista. Yeah. Um, you know, it was frowned upon for a player to flip the bat because it was like a sign of disrespect. Do you remember all this, like this pageantry around baseball where it was like, that's not what the game's about, you know, all this shit. Baseball fans, it seems, take pride in like tradition and being traditionalist and sort of respecting the game and all that stuff. So there's a lot of like old heads that have tried to keep it that way. That's part of the appeal of baseball to them. But this younger generation of fans, I think, are into sort of the NBAification of sports and the idea of personalities being allowed to flourish and all that stuff. So something like a bat flip, I think that the younger people are always like, yeah, that's great. He's showing emotion in this intense high leverage moment in like a playoff game. It was cathartic. Whereas like the old people were like, ah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's weird because they love emotion. They're, the manager's always coming out and doing that thing where he pretends he's way more angry than he is. <laughs> that's a great point. And he's point. kicking the dirt and they're spitting <laughs> peanuts out. and acceptable? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that yeah, there's certain things, as I said, like in the tradition of baseball that was accepted and certain things that weren't. And I just remember the idea, I actually, this, I remember in like when I was playing Little League, the idea of sh- don't show me up, you showed me up. And, th- and it could be something really minor that if you're just like a, a, a person that didn't really know, understand anything about baseball, would be like, that's something that's showing up. It's like, if you like ran around the bases a little slower than your normal jog, it's like, you showed me up. And then you get in the person's face and then it's a bench clearing brawl it's so fucking stupid anyway in the last like whatever five years like since that it seems like baseball maybe it's because of social media and they realize that the game is floundering with younger people perhaps it's been so much more fun and this jays team is fucking hilarious like they're way more charming even though they're not quite as good yet as the 2015 team they're they're they do you know they have a home run jacket have you guys seen this? Oh, this you sent the link. How does it, like, work, it was amazing. Though? I couldn't find it in the link. I clicked it and it didn't pop up. So basically, when you hit a homer, you you get into the dugout and you get to wear this like oversized suit jacket that on the back. It's has, hilarious. <laughs> so you're you allowed to it? leave. So you hit it. You, it goes out. You're allowed to leave. Go to the dugout. Get a jacket on and come out and run the bases. <laughs> no. <laughs> After you cross home plate, yeah, you go to the dugout he, oh. and the jacket's waiting for <laughs> you. <laughs> okay. Quick, 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 get him the jacket. Get him the jacket. He's about to run around the bases. <laughs> Everyone has to wait while you go back. To the- <laughs> he, he moonwalks from third base across home plate. It's like, wow, the game is I changed. was going to say, it seems ridiculous and impossible. <laughs> no, just when you get back to the dugout. And then like okay. each language from all the Jays players like has something written on the back. What does it say? I don't even know what it says. It just says their countries. It's, it's like Brazil, uh, okay. Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, also, we have a, a friend, Abby, who's involved in like programming around the Jays. And he, and he told us a little while ago, he's like, yo, I outfitted the Jays clubhouse to be a nightclub. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, when they win, this is what happens. And basically, it goes from like normal clubhouse lighting into a disco with crazy loud music and flashing lights. So the, the Jays just posted, I put in the group, the Jays just posted them like, partying in the clubhouse and by the way this is like what are we august 3rd and they're just like having a fucking party uh after a regular season win and i don't know i'm i'm liking all this stuff do, do you think uh do you think this is gonna 
do well for the game and younger people, Shane? What, does baseball have a chance? <laughs> so I, I go from not watching baseball for five years to me thinking if the thing you just told me is going to change baseball. Yeah, <laughs> I think baseball has a chance now. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so what, what about you, Mike? What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, I mean, what this Jays team, like the way that they've been popping up on social and someone like me who's like somewhat like, I wouldn't even consider myself a casual fan. I mean, I'll get into it if they sort of are making the playoffs and they become a storyline in the city. Cause like we always say, I love when the Toronto teams are good because the city's a lot more fun to be in. Um, but this team is actually penetrating. They're breaking through into like my socials and I don't follow like baseball necessarily. Uh, and the team has such a good vibe. It actually reminds me of some of those, like those, like, uh, those Raptors teams, those like DeMar Kyle teams that like the vibes were good and people really got into the personality of the players. Cause like guys were like quirky and then the friendships and you would sort of, they would reveal sort of the, the 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 dynamics this jays team to me is like a super outside observer 100 feels like that and i think that's the magic that gets guys like me on board and all these other casuals who are all of a sudden are like oh this looks like a party this is fun these guys like being around each other they like doing all this sort of fun silly stuff because like honestly like the best part about base like it's like these guys are like young dudes living their dreams they're millionaires it should be fun like it, it should be awesome like it's like i want it to remind me of me and my buds if we were all on a baseball team together and then all of a sudden i'm drawn into that magic and then i'm watching and i don't know if the, are they good this year are they going to make the playoffs are they in like a, a race for a they're in a really spot? tough division they're like five games above 500 they're still in like third or fourth in the al east but that they could be you know a few games back of the second wild card, so they they, they definitely have a chance. And now that but they're, they're not like a great team by any means. They don't have like World Series prospects or, or like 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 propositions, like you know. But they're fun, and that's like the first step, and they'll mm-hmm. grow over the coming years. And I think fans and young can grow. too. Like they have like the yeah. core is has a lot of potential, and they got stars. Like yeah. that's the main thing, right? Like and like like stars that not just Toronto stars, but like MLB stars, right? Isn't like Vladdy considered the face of like the league? One of the three faces. Yeah, Vladdy, George Springer. He he's a world champion and like a hustle name. He came from Houston. Um, Bichette, Bo Bichette. Uh, you know he's the son of Dante Bichette, who was a star in the '90s. So, like, yeah, there's but a lot. Like, as far as like car. the MLB, who would like be like? Isn't Vladdy like one of the top three stars? Oh yeah, in, yeah, absolutely. The they have four all stars on the team. Uh, yeah, four dudes yeah. on the team. So, yeah, but yeah, no, I think it's exciting, and I think that that's like that's the that's the secret sauce for getting like randos back into baseball is to you know have stars and make it seem like they're having fun and like being around each other. I was gonna say, I think the home run jacket going around the bases could be the thing to get <laughs> would that be allowed like if somebody was no, really right. quick you have what you have is you have the first base coach be holding it so oh. when they round first they can grab it on their home run trot they put it on as they're heading towards second and then they have it do you think though the first base coach will, will feel like annoyed if he has to hold the jacket the whole game and no one hits a home run because he's like i'm out here every fucking have it like you know what i mean yeah i guess it's a little bit uh menial like of a task yeah. for like a coach but if it's revitalizing the game and bringing a whole new fan base <laughs> it could be worth it do it for the game darren <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy. not about you we're a team i do wonder like oh. for all those uh older guys that have been baseball their whole life that are like now bench coaches and stuff like what they think of it because that would be funny for like a, a like a 60 year old dude who's been like a part of the game and lived and breathed baseball his whole life now is going through this change i wonder if they're like ah it's kind of great or if they're like secretly really annoyed about it i'd, I'd like to read an article about that well, Babe Ruth used to point to where he was going to hit the home run and then hit it. <laughs> that's true. That's and pretty cool. Cigars and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Call a shot. So I think they're probably jealous of the home run jacket. <laughs> hey, another sports thing. Um, so with the Olympics, 
uh, mm. you know, our most decorated Olympian of all time in Canada is Penny Alexiak. You know, you're familiar. I said with her? she was. I said last episode she might be my favorite Olympian of all time. She uh, an, a day ago she said I just Googled Canada's most decorated Olympian and my name came up. I want to thank that teacher in high school who told me to stop swimming to focus on school because swimming wouldn't get me anywhere. This is where this is what dreams are made of. So, I can already tell just by the way you read that tweet, you got a negative take on this. Oh no 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 I no no I, no, I kind of like the tweet. You had a mean teacher in school, Max. And that told you not to say. <laughs> you think it's going the other way? But you read it in a voice that made her seem like petulant or oh, something. Oh no no no! I liked I liked you the were given the I... ultimate fuck you voice because you had a teacher who put you down in school, Max. No, actually, you know, to be honest, I had pretty supportive teachers. I want to know who who the teacher was, who that teacher was for you, Shane. Did you have anybody who? Because mm. oh, <laughs> teachers loved me. There was two camps: the love I absolutely love Shane; he's my favorite student, and then the I hate this guy. <laughs> so i had some um, haters for sure do, do you remember any advice that you got that that ended up being useless useless yeah oh um uh, just the chemistry teacher told me ne- never to go into science or anything he was right but <laughs> i wouldn't say that was useless the whole, uh, science wing of the yeah. school yeah <laughs> yeah i was taking advanced chemistry though in his defense and he was just so like mind blown like why would you take advanced chemistry and you have a, a 16 in this class not a 60 yeah. a 16 why why did mm. you take that class that, to be honest to be to well be people put a lot of pressure and if you didn't take advanced courses you didn't go into university and i thought mm. if i don't go into university these people are leading me to believe that i'm going to be a failure so i might as well mm. dilute myself into thinking i can make university somehow mm. mike mm. did you have any teachers give you good or bad or bad advice I had, I had, I had like about three or four teachers that like to Shane's thing, like, like loved me. Like they wanted to like, I don't know, like they were like, I, we see something in you and they really sort of tried to lift me up because I wasn't a good student and I would like, my attendance was spotty and they were like very much like, there's something here, just stick with it. You might have a more unconventional path. And they were like really encouraging. Those were great teachers. I love those teachers. And then I had two teachers that just weren't having it. Like whatever it was about me, they just were not having it. Uh, there was one English teacher who actually accused me of plagiarizing. Wow. I, I handed in a, a short story um, and she thought I'd plagiarized it. This was so it good. Was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she thought I was like, not ta- like a hack or whatever. Uh, and then, so I had to go through this whole like thing like that where I had to like go and sit with her and I tried to explain why I use the words that I use and I actually have a, g- a decent vocabulary and like blah, 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 blah. And then I had to go to the vice principal and then we had to sit there, me and the teacher. And I just couldn't understand why she was so to get me. And I had to go to another teacher to basically, basically vouch for me. Mm. That was a whole damn thing. So that was brutal. She hated me. Um, I won't say her name and, or give any descriptors, but yeah, she was tough, so she can kiss my ass. Um, and then there was another <laughs> teacher that uh, that was it was she ended up being my guidance counselor, and she was basically like, "You're a lost cause." But I think she didn't like me because in grade ten, she also taught me in like family studies, and I was like screwing around a lot. I was at like the bad like kids table, and like we were chucking food. Like I wasn't I wasn't an easy student in that her specific class. So when she became a guidance counselor, I think she was like, "Yeah, this kid's a." He's, 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 you know, guidance counselor hated me too. That was a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. You think they'd give better guidance, but they always seemed uh, not nice. <laughs> or, or like if like, if like, if like, cause Shane, like, we were both sort of not great students. Mm-hmm. Like you'd think that they'd almost want to like, uh, give us better guidance. They'd want to like dig in more and help us more if they feel like mm-hmm. we need some more direction. But I found it was more like, yeah, she just written me off. I think I'd be a good guidance counselor actually. You? Of course. Yeah. Oh, you're the most positive person in the world. Yeah. You'd be an amazing guidance counselor. Yeah. That'd be a good job. 
What were you at, like? What were you like as a student, Maxi? Were you like um, good grades? No, no, no. I was pretty, uh, pretty, very average. So I think my my high school average was like seventy three, kind of consistently from grade nine, ten, eleven, and then in grade twelve, I was like, okay, if I want to get into university, I, I needed probably like an eighty. So I was kind of cruising at like an eighty one or eighty two, and then I stopped trying in the last. I think once I got into McMaster, I, I stopped trying. And I think I dipped down to like a 78 point something. But then at the end of the year, I guess all the teachers get together and they have a meeting with like kids that are on the cusp of being an Ontario scholar. And they basically go, does anybody want to give, you know, this kid a couple extra percentage points in their mark so they collectively get up to an 80? And the teachers were like, yeah, this we like Max. He's like, this. and so they bumped me up to an 80, which is nice. Actually, it was kind of funny. Um, Speaking of good teachers, shout out to Miss Townsend. I was sitting at a bar the other day and I started making conversation with this funny, quirky guy named Casper. I just met him just at this bar. I was with the doctor, Matt Savelli, and he's kind of all over the place. He's talking about how he's in real estate, but he also flies planes. And he's he's originally from um, Hong Kong, but he loves China. So we started talking about like the Chinese government and he was like fiercely defending China. It was like one of those just kind of like barroom kind of conversations. Um, and then I asked him like, oh, what high school did you go to? And it turns out he went to my high school, but we're nine years apart. But anyways, as soon as he says Harvard Collegiate, I start, I just look at him. I'm like, onward, Harvard, onward, Harvard, <laughs> on to victory. We're orange and black. We're on the track. We pledge our loyalty. Rah, rah, wow. rah, with the virtues. And we, but anyway, I start singing the song. He starts singing back to me. Keep in mind, we're like six or seven drinks in. And we're just screaming this song at each other. And I haven't sang that song in probably 20 years or whatever. Maybe, maybe 15 years. Um, and then he's, I was like, oh, what teachers would still be there when you were there? And he was like, you, I was like, do you ever have Miss Townsend, this math teacher? And he's like, Miss Townsend's the best teacher. I have ADD. I, like, I learned all of the math in one day before the exam and she knew that about me so basically before the exam she teach me the whole course in one day and i'd always ace it i was like i was the exact opposite she had to hold my <laughs> hand the whole semester to get a 68 but i wouldn't have even got the 68 if it wasn't for her and she's like I, and he's like i still talk to her should we text her right now i was like yes so we took a photo together and it was like probably 12 30 at night and then she responded. She's like, oh, a couple Harbordites. Hope you guys are good. <laughs> uh, and then it turned out he also went to my same elementary school, which was even further back. And what was their song? I, I don't know. It's Laurel Lanza yeah. Public School. Uh, but, he, but he was like, oh, do you remember Mr. Gilman, bald head guitar guy? I was like, of course I remember Mr. Gilman. He was like the music teacher. Anyway, it was, it was kind of a nice little moment. It was cool. Okay. Two things. Mm -hmm. Max, did you ever have a bad teacher experience? Did anyone dislike oh, you? Oh, good question. Great question. I probably, I think there's some teachers that if you were to ask my mom, she'd be like, oh yeah, so-and-so is very irritated with you, Max. But I don't, I don't think I even would have realized it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was just like, like oh, whatever. Um, yeah. So overall, overall, I had a pretty, pretty okay time. And second question, that, that Harbor Collegiate song mm -hmm. was pretty good. Shane, like, did we have anything like that at McNabb? And I'm just not remembering. Like, did we ever have a, have a song, song that we sang? I think they all have school songs. It's just, I would never learn it. Mm. Right. I don't remember ever hearing it if we had a school song. I think there was something. I do. I, I can't confirm, but yeah. I was, you know, speaking of high school, though, and I think we've probably talked about this on the pod before, but I ran to somebody else who's a friend, I forget who, but revealed that they also did the 
announcements, I was like, man, the percentage of our friend group that did the announcements is very high. And yeah. it really says something about our friend group. That Because, like, cause you, Mike, did you do announcements? I don't think I did announcements. You didn't but do I did, like, Airband and other forward-facing things, but I did not do announcements. Uh, forward-facing, yeah. But obviously Shane and Sean did announcements. I, I think, oh, Birchall did the announcements, the nut. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people in our friend group that... What do you think that says? It's just that we're like-minded or that we're all like uh, thirsty? Thirsty, but also creative (laughs) and and like entertaining, which makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have a fucking podcast, so that makes sense. Um, All right. Let's hit another topic here. Mm -hmm. So we hit the Jays because one of these topics I I thought was was a pretty hilarious story that you sent. And this is uh, the story about Ibiza trying to sort out... Uh, Abiza's plan for foreign detectives, in quotes, to infiltrate What's parties as COVID is it, is cases surge. Oh, cool. sorry. Like a yeah, I'm, I'm recording outside because there's <laughs> some stuff going on in, the, in my place. Uh, but I just realized now that's probably very annoying. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't mind. As long as we acknowledge it, that's fine. So, yeah, yeah there's a bird outside kind of bird Mike's, Mike's backyard. It's all good. Keep there's talking. a program yeah, called yeah. D-Bird that you can download Actually, for free and it takes out bird You're noises. kidding. Yeah, if Erica's wow. listening. Really? That's okay, so Erica, you might have to download D-Bird. Um, that's, should I take it in? Do you think it's, or is it like in the background enough that, uh, or do you think it's going to be distracting for our listeners? D bird does a great job if you want to use D bird. All right. So Erica, maybe you can find some D bird and get that. Yeah. It's free for the first seven days and it's like 800 (laughs) bucks after that. So it's a really good program. Hello everyone. Erica here. I am just working through this pod edit and I just want to let you know the following audio you will hear has been deburded. So enjoy some birdless audio. Right. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Ibiza, uh, plan for foreign detectives to infiltrate parties as COVID cases surge. Spanish officials are working to recruit foreigners to help police in uh, detecting illegal gatherings, which is pretty hilarious. Uh, so basically the first paragraph of this, this article is wanted. Foreigners between 30 and 40 years old willing to party in Ibiza in the name of combating the coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> like, what? This is amazing. Uh, Danica, like, I, I have I, to I, go. Yeah, <laughs> I have to it's do for this. a <laughs> It's for the coronavirus. We need to yeah. beat this thing. <laughs> I'm doing my part. Um, <laughs> it's like you're going off to war. <laughs> get my beer helmet, babe. It's time. <laughs> 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 okay, so what are your guys' thoughts on on, uh, on this this story? Uh, one, would you do it, Shaney? Would you do it? Would you answer the call and and, and become a detective in Ibiza on the beaches? <laughs> so, okay, explain exactly what the detective has to do. Do they go infiltrate to parties, get invited to the parties, and not not look like a narc, find yeah. out who's organizing these parties, rat them out, and then take them out. Get oh, the wow. police to do that. And you have to be covert enough where no one would suspect it. And they want people who sound like North Americans, so it's tourists and they won't be suspected. Mm. This this would actually be the worst job for me. And I've always said this whenever I've watched like any of these undercover cop movies, like whether it's like Donnie Brasco or Point Break or any of these things where like the the cop ends up like having an affinity for their their mark their target and then when it's time to like turn them in or whatever they're like it's this crushing moment 
I would infiltrate these parties. I'd become friends with people. I'd be playing Wonderwall on the beach. And then all of a sudden I got to turn on my party brothers and sisters. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I would like flip. Like they'd be like, we lost Mike. We're like, <laughs> he's gone off the grid. He's no longer reporting back to Central Station. I just could I, It would be too, I could be too torn. I couldn't do it. It would be a nightmare. Be a nightmare. I'll stay here. I'm, I'm not going. Mm. What about you, Shaney? Could you do it? I could do it. It's would I be allowed to do it? I have the children at home, but <laughs> I would be excellent at it because Trump supporters and unvaccinated people love me. They're always, <laughs> they're very drawn to me. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> what a hilarious. Why do you say I'm that? I'm not joking. Yeah, why do you- like I'll take the Pepsi challenge. Okay. So recently <laughs> when we were double vaxxed, we went to a place called Pillar and Post and it's in Niagara on the Lake. Oh, I've been there before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun great. place. So I get in the pool. Everyone's looking at me wanting to come over and chat with me, but I don't like that vibe all the time. So I'm just putting off the like, don't talk to me vibe. But I can tell everyone wants to come over and chat with me because I looked very different than everyone else there. And then at nighttime, I had a few drinks and people could see I was having a little bit more fun in the pool with Alex. And then everyone started saddling up to me. All <laughs> Trump supporters chat me up. And I talked to them for maybe an hour each. And then inevitably, each. they they would always go, you're not a liberal, are you? Thinking that they had deduced through talking to me that I wasn't liberal. But the problem is I don't know anything about economics or anything or like, so they would say, give certain indicators like, oh, this economy is going to hell. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it certainly is. So, <laughs> They took your vagueness as affirming their opinion. Yeah, they didn't know. I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm not in the know. I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, whatever you tell me, I'm going to, to take as, as the word. And they go, you're not liberal, are you? And then I would always say, I'm whatever you are. And that's how I would just get out of that situation. <laughs> would you actually just say that and then swim away? Yeah, yeah. So it would get real awkward. And I'd go, uh, uh, and then jokingly, I'd look at Alex and go, we're whatever you are. And then they would kind of get the hint that I'm joking and I'm, I'm liberal without actually me saying I'm liberal. It was a, my joke way out of it. And then they wouldn't talk to me for the rest of the trip. Um, no, another guy came over, chatted with me, and then he's like, we're going to shake hands. He's like, we're going to do it under the pool. Can't get Corona under a pool. Oh, my goodness. So then I'm shaking. I'm like so scared. And I put my hand under, like, under the pool. You're like, sir, that's not my hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what is this a tic-tac no um but I, I shook his hand under the pool and then he just thought oh i'm on his side and then obviously i had to tell him i'm not a trump supporter were these canadian trump supporters we're no like, we're, this guy uh yeah this guy was canadian but his father-in-law was an army guy and mm. he was very like you know he loved people who served and he he loved Mexico. I found it was very popular. He loved going down to Mexico to get healthcare was better down there or something. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Yeah. A lot of these people, they love Mexico, but they don't want Mexicans in the the country. It's strange. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I think I would do excellent at this. Everyone thinks I'm a cocaine dealer. Everyone thinks I'm the guy who's (laughs) going to get the party started and that I'm pro unvaccinations, not being vaccinated. Why do you think that is just, just your face? And your tattoos? My face, people think my face means I'm going to party. I have a mustache. Uh, with the hair, it's added tenfold to this whole vibe. Mm. I'm usually wearing a fun shirt in the summertime. Interesting. I don't know. I think I just look like a good time. 
You do. And you know what? You are a good time when you get into it. See, I yeah. think I'd, I'd be um, bad at this job. I, I, I think I'd be up for the challenge, but I think that, um, and maybe Mike, tell me if you agree with this. Um, even though I'm in a band and generally, I think, easygoing and goofy, I think, and people, and this is probably a correct assumption, people assume I'm judging them a lot. I think, I think people think, like, they, you know, you can kind of just tell when somebody's judging you. And I don't do drugs. If I've ever been around that, I think people are like, oh, God, he's judging me. He's judging me. So I think they smell it on me pretty quickly that, like, I am not there for the right reasons. I'm so they're thinking ra- correctly that you are judging them. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so they can sense the judgment that you're putting yeah. out is accurate. Yeah. That, they're just called intuitive now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm judging them, and I am. I hate them doing drugs and we're having too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> But but Max, how would you how would you handle the the narking part, like the turning on them? And it's like mm. you, you party with these people, say for a couple of days, and then it's like n- now I have to basically go in and inform on them. Would you be comfortable with that? Because you're like, no, I believe in the mission. They should be vaxxed. They shouldn't be having these parties, and that's the deal. Even though you got to know them as humans and learned about them, you know, and everybody once you get to know them, they become humanized. I know. Even even I think Trump supporters sometimes. Shane, did you enjoy your talks with any of those guys? Like the pro- they were great talkers very selfish listeners anytime i talked mm. to the guy asked me one question i was about to answer it and then he just turned it back ignored what i was saying turned it back on himself the whole time was him talking and yeah then at the end he wanted to add me to facebook yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he could send you some links i yeah. think he was doing more investigating to see whether he could sign of uh, figure out whether i was liberal or not and then the next day at breakfast he didn't talk to me at all mm. interesting well, guys, uh, I mean, there you have it. I, Shane would be the best uh, as an Ibiza detective mm-hmm. on, on those beaches in Spain. Guys, uh, it is now time for Shane's surprise or the dessert, however you like to call it. Okay. I just, I have to grab my notebook. One second. I'll be 10 seconds. <sighs> Mikey! <laughs> oh, for our Mikey. listeners. <laughs> oh, hi, Max. <laughs> How are you guys doing? John Lamparski has just joined the podcast. He sat down on Shane's uh, Zoom. Welcome. You look great. Your hair you actually great. rivals you guys Shane. You look the same, kind of. Well, yeah, th- yeah thanks. I, uh, you know, I did that one gig like two years ago, my first and only ever gig. So now I feel like a rock star. <laughs> Your hair looks amazing. Growing the hair. Thanks, man. Hey, so you guys know why I'm here, right? <laughs> no, no surprises. Um, yeah. Okay, so... You want to, first of all, we'll go back to the reasons why uh, you guys were invited to the cottage in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mike, as an avid <laughs> listener, I, I know that you've been talking about a boat for years, right? And oh, it, mm, would, Mike, it would just yep. give me so much joy f- to take you out on the boat for a handful or more beers on a hot summer day. Okay. Mm, and, and Max, mm-hmm. uh, I, I do know that you've always felt as though going to a cottage would be bit of a pain right you know you drive up mm-hmm. you drive home and mm-hmm. uh not a lot, lot of time for enjoyment so mm. i i did want to you know say that i think the idea is uh you know maybe not going to happen because we're not going to do a one day thing you mentioned that before max it's going to be a two day thing and uh i'm not saying i'm rescinding the offer to max oh. but but i am saying that uh, Shane did give me Sean Dawson and brother Greg's uh, numbers, and, and, 
and I've, I've, so I've got them on speed dial. They've moved up to number three, three and four on speed dial. Wow. Wow. Um, so okay, I know this you is get, good. Go ahead. No, I like the psychology because there's nothing like a little bit of uh, jealousy, the jealousy <laughs> trap. You know, Shane invented the, the jealousy trap. Well, uh, yeah. And he married into the jealousy trap. <laughs> <laughs> the only person to ever play the jealousy trap better than him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Don't, don't, I, l- my wife doesn't listen to this often, but I know where Alex gets it from her. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, it's, it's, okay. So, oh, the, the other reason that I want you guys to come up here, apart from reason for Max and the reason for Mike, is I really think Shane needs a boys weekend. He needs Ooh. a couple of days. And you guys alluded to it the last pod. You know, I mean... Father yeah. of two young kids, stuck stuck with me and my wife and his wife at the cottage. So uh, if you guys came up, it'd be great. Oh, plus, he's ripped now. He's even telling you how much he's working out. He wants to take his shirt off for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, m- mind that- you, he, he didn't take his shirt off all week when my son was here. When Jay- <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah, I know. He's he said he doesn't want to be in any Jay. photos standing next to Jake no, yeah, no, that, with their yeah. shirts yeah. off. So, so anyway, uh, Max, as a salesman, mm. what do I have to do to get you in the seat of that big pink floaty toy out in the water Ooh. for a couple of days before I call up Sean and Brother Greg? Okay. Um, I think for me, okay, I just have to, it has to be, I have to find the right day in the calendar. Is it, that, that's really it. It's just because... It's a moving schedule. So uh, here's the thing. I know we uh, weekends are affiliated with the cottage. It might not be a weekend. Yep. That's all I'm saying. We don't want it to be a weekend because we want a nice, easy drive, right? I, okay. 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 Yeah. And, uh, and uh, also- when, when are the kids and everybody out of the house? When, whenever you guys want to come. Whenever. I, <laughs> like, okay. honestly, it's, it'll just be because Shane, Shane needs this. And okay. uh, so, so I, I'd love to see you guys do it. But uh, the other thing is now Greg- Shane, me, Shane, and Alex were talking separately about having your family up here. And uh, Greg, oh, Greg, like even, Greg and I. Sorry. And, yeah, like you, you and Greg with Shane and his family. So you guys could just take over the, the cottage. I mean, Max, rooms, if you ever come up with a couple in- kids, you could be part of that too. But that's a separate <laughs> trip. So that's something else to consider. Well, how many rooms are there? Or how much sleeping arrangements are there? There's, there's five bedrooms and... Uh, and my favorite place to sleep, there's a uh, a trailer out back. You know, one of those tent mm. trailers. Yeah. So those are the best naps in the world because you open up all the Ooh. screens and and there's a hammock if you get kicked out of the bed. Love it. <laughs> okay, this is good. This is good. Okay, I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna make it work. In August, we're gonna do it. Yeah, let's do it in August. And guys, that's it. That's the Shane surprise because right now Shane is out there on that giant floaty toy in the lake, <laughs> enjoying the <laughs> that's cottage. It. Okay. Take care, guys. That's a wrap on the episode. Thanks, John. Thanks so much to uh, everyone for listening. Uh, Rate it, all that business that you do. Thanks so much. That's it. Good night. Bye. That's our episode.